Today's episode of Ship and Crew is brought to you by Wits and Snacks, home of the best beef jerky, hot sauces, seasonings, and other treats around. George, last week I talked to you about the fudge that I made. Let me talk to you a little bit about the caramels I made this year. Uh, first time making them, definitely will be making again. Um, and, you know, we're going to start selling those as well. They're they're a little bit, they're tender love and care to make. You know, it takes about an hour to fucking make these things. Just constantly stirring. Can't let that caramel burn. You know, can't let it get too hot. So it's a, it's a long process. But damn, do they taste good. I... I sent I sent some out to Bergie who who just uh, got his got his order this week, and he's gonna he's gonna let me know he's like uh, kind of my guinea pig on this, but uh, Gu- guinea pig on the caramels. Yeah, you know that they're, they're quite tasty. I think so. Um, also, thank you for saying caramels and not caramel. I appreciate that. Okay, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I found out that I have been spelling caramel wrong um we are going side tangent here so this is still the ad read this is still the ad read but it is technically pronounced caramel when you are talking about the food oh caramel and caramel are technically two separate words and caramel is more like the color and caramel is what you eat. So, is like caramel like the substance itself? And then caramels are the like confection? The candy. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. So, that is something I learned. Um, but yeah, so, so I did kind of pronounce it wrong. Like, so since us Americans just fucked it up so badly, we can pronounce it caramel or caramel, but it should technically America. be pronounced caramel. So okay, um, but we so, do sell those <laughs> by wits and caramels made of caramel. <laughs> Exactly, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, we got so we got caramels, we got fudge, dude. We got hot sauce. Well, not anymore. We sold the hot sauce, but oh, people want to buy. Item. It's a hot topic. Hot topic item. I'm sorry. Uh, no, but uh, we we got a whole bunch of stuff. So hit us up witsendsnacks at gmail dot com. That's W-H-I-T-S-E-N-D-S-N-A-C-K-S at gmail.com. All right. Uh, Three-minute ad read. Nice. We're doing great. We're doing great so far. Oh, man. On today's episode of Ship and Crew, we're kicking off the bowl season by discussing some of the biggest stories brewing for college football next season. Check in on the NFL as playoff races heat up a little bit. And close it out with a snake draft of our favorite Christmas cookies. I'm excited for this one, Sean. I am excited. Um, Yeah. So uh, without further ado, uh, without further ado, welcome to this week's episode of Ship and Crew coming at you from Chicago, Illinois. It is your boy, George St. John. (laughs) From uh... I copied your shit. I'm sorry. 
And from Phoenix, Arizona, it is uh, your boy. Yes, George did copy my shit. It is your boy, Sean Whitley. And you might be asking, George, Sean, why are you in fucking Phoenix today? Yeah, why are you in fucking Phoenix? Um, I'm in a hotel uh, room. I am up at the, we had, we had our holiday party today. Um, so I wasn't driving the two hours back because I have to be back up in Phoenix tomorrow because I am getting forklift certified. Beep, beep, yeah, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> first so, time. First time forklift certified, really pumped. I'm excited. Uh, no one will know, but I'm a, I'm a forklift. I want to get a shirt. There's there's a shirt I saw online that that has in quotes. First off, like look on look at this. Isn't this a great Christmas sweater? Uh, wherever he goes, I go. Uh, Baby Yoda. Um, but uh, there's a shirt that it, it, in quotes it says "Fork Lift Certified." <laughs> and so I, I want to get that and just kind of wear it around the office. <laughs> Nice. Um, well, welcome to the club, Sean. We are we're happy to have Ooh, you. Ooh, your forklift certified, also. Yeah, senior year of college. Did I never tell you that? You didn't. The, the summer before senior year, I got a job on a shipping dock. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember you. And me I only I only did it for like two and a half months. It was the it was the second worst job I ever had. Um, got into got into a fight with one of the guys, and like. Not a fight, more of an argument. I stole his forklift because he was a jerk. Um, and it was more like I was not asked back next summer more than I was fired. I also didn't care. Um, <laughs> terrible job with awful people. Um, it was mostly uh, Nestle candy that we bought. I moved moved a lot of product. Um, anyway. Right on, right on. Anyway, um, terrible, terrible job. But I hope your forklift experience is better. I hope so too. I, I, I'm I'm excited to do it. I've always wanted to get my forklift certification, um, just for shits and giggles, to be honest. But uh, we we need enough people at our events to be able to mo- operate a forklift. And uh, oh hell yeah, they're calling in the big guns. Nice. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, nice. so they let me get a hotel room for the night. So I am, uh, in our hotel room in Phoenix. This is what that is stemming from for the, um, for forklift cert, forklift cert. And also next week I won't be, I won't be in Tucson either. It will be a surprise for our listeners where I will be, but, uh, you already told them last week. It won't be El Paso. Oh, where are you going to be? I thought it was El Paso. For, for our recording. Yeah. Be back home. I mean, that just gave away. I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> not surprising. I'll be back home. So it'll be back-to-back episodes of me not in Tucson. So you will find out where I will be saying back home is from. Uh, for those of you who do know me, I am technically from from one spot. But where my parents live is not where I am from. So it will be a, a fun little f- Fun little thing to decide am I in Colorado or Wyoming. <laughs> oh wow. Got a little Ooh. <laughs> man, got 
you're doing a little uh, Carmen San Diego act over there, buddy. Huh? Like I can't can't pin you down. I know. Just, I don't. I don't want you to find me. <laughs> just traveling all over. Oh man. Um, well, I wish you the best of luck. I'm gonna keep recording here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't have fun travels <laughs> planned. Um, but anyway, um, good luck with the certification. Don't mess up. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited for it. I, I hope I don't fuck up because I want to be forklift certified. Is the training hard? Like, um, no, it, it is. Once you get used to the, once you get used to the machine, you're good. Okay. Um, some of it is going to be like, just experiential, I guess. Like you're going to need to do it on the job. Um, yeah. that, that's my two cents on the matter. Um, it also was a very long time ago and I definitely wasn't paying too close of attention. I like, I zoned out during the videos and I wasn't that good on it. I probably violated one, two, or maybe five OSHA rules a day. Um, that sounds that sounds like you're doing it right then, if you ask me. Because like I feel like if you're not violating OSHA rules, then you are, are you even forklift certified? Like, <laughs> I mean, speaking of violating OSHA rules, how about that Bears offensive line? Ayo, um, not a safe workplace for Justin Fields. Um, I'm done. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, we brought up OSHA. Oh, yeah. I had to do it. I watched that game. I'm sorry, Bears fans. We'll we'll get to you in a minute. Um, but yeah, Sean, um, <laughs> you do any other fun stuff this weekend before I tell you about my awesome weekend? Um, what did I do this weekend? I I just totally blanked what I did this weekend. What did I do? What did I do? Oh, I had another holiday party. Um, the 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 people requested my Irish cream this weekend. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The uh, good old Irish Whitley cream there. Um, <laughs> the ladies absolutely loved it. <laughs> I hate, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> but no, I, uh, this is a family program, Sean. Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> my my I, homemade Whitley's Irish cream was heavily requested because i brought a little sample to the to the christmas party before and they they were like we need this like we want all of it in our gut (laughs) fuck you uh they they were making it uh very very fun uh (laughs) <laughs> no, it's like I brought my Irish cream. Like, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, did what did HR think of that? Uh, did, they, did they have something to say about it? This was not the work party. This was uh, friends. Oh, um, we, we had another. Okay. We had another friend friends Christmas party this weekend down in Tucson. Gotcha. So, uh, no. Um, gotcha. But yeah, no. So is uh. It was uh, friends acting like uh, HR didn't exist, which HR never exists when friends are around. Uh... 
That has so many concerning implications. What everything you're saying tonight. Um, um, but besides besides a Christmas party, I made a shit ton of beef jerky and a shit ton of fudge and caramels. Um, and I had an absolute blast. Um, so, yeah. What was your weekend like, Georgie? Well, um, I, so I had a fantastic weekend. Um, kind of something I haven't done in a while that I needed to do, um, which was watch the Lord of the Rings movies all the way through. Fucking love it. Oh, extended, extended editions. Version. Okay. Of, yeah. Yeah. Nah, Just hey, making sure. Hey, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Keep forklift certified. There. Okay. I know to watch the extended editions. Those aren't related, but. It it is it had been years. I, I need to be honest with you. I love those movies. And I was actually late to watching them. I don't think I watched them until high school. Like I was real late to it. But oh. it is the greatest adventure ever. I, I mean I agree. I, I totally agree. I have one quick dilemma with what you just said there, George. Um it's been a while since you've watched all of them. Yeah, a couple years. I what? I rewatch them every year, at least once a year. I I all used three. to like college and right after I graduated. It's just it slip. I don't know. It slipped my mind. So, and, and here's what I'll say: like it's like for me, it's really like it might be like. But Lord of the Rings to me is probably what Star Wars is to you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You are and, definitely a bigger Tolkien know, fan than me. Yeah. Um, I, at, I, I absolutely love Lord of the Rings. Like, that's my comfort movies. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I'll even say comfort movie. Like, Lord of the Rings, you just don't watch one. You watch all of them. And when you, when you, when you dive in, you're, you're jumping in head first, and you're, there's no looking back. See the yeah. issue. The issue with it being a comfort movie is that it's twelve plus hours. That's not an issue, bud. I yes, but I I can't. Like my ADHD See, will not allow me to sit and watch twelve hours a movie. Like so, my 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 buddy and I. He you, had never. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. This is why you need to get a dog. Because if you get a dog, then your dog will help break up that. So that way you're like, oh, I need to go walk my dog. Oh, I need to go walk my dog. So you walk, you get a good work, like not workout in, but you get, you get out, you get some fresh air. Like you don't go crazy. Like, so it's going to be like closer. That That's just me. It's the best method I do. I'm going to be rewatching it again after uh, the new year when I have a yeah. week off before work starts up again. Um, so it's just something I do every year. I definitely do it once over the Christmas break, but yeah, so that's how I do it. But continue with what you're saying. No, like for me, even with like, I'll, I'll give myself breaks. I don't need a dog to take a break, but for me, my method is one movie fright, like one movie, three days straight. So every day or every evening. So 
Um, I'll watch. And I get it. I get it. So the, the reason why actually it came to be um, friend of ours, uh, my my roommate had talked about he kind of gave the oh, yeah, like I've seen him, you know, and I bet he had like once a long time ago. Yeah. But he he definitely was not like as into it or not. So I felt like I was introducing the movies to him for the first time. Love and it that. was an, it was an incredible experience. If you get the chance, introduce someone to your movies um, th- that oh, you I, love. I do. That you love. I, I've done it. I've done it before. And one of the most heartbreaking things, Georgie, I feel like you might be about to tell me a really optimistic one. But oh, positive you, reviews on our end. I, when, I, I when, no suspense. When when you introduce this to someone and you're so excited and then they're not as excited and you're like oh, oh. <laughs> like well that's this this is me <laughs> i've i've had that it's, with uh with star wars for sure yeah and and maybe this is where they differ i need to be honest as a whole I am never going to begrudge anyone that says like Lord of the Rings is a better film franchise than Star Wars. You have a a point. And pound for pound, you're probably right. I personally will never love anything more than Star Wars, but that's just me. I I get that. You know, um, 1A, 1B, really. Um, But no, like, like Lord of the Rings positive review from said friend who will remain nameless love to hear that um but it it was (laughs) but like i've been disappointed before with star wars Mm -hmm. also like one-off movies um airplane Mm -hmm. is a movie that i have to show everyone you've seen airplane oh we watched it in college i've seen i've seen airplane (laughs) we watched it in college like i've introduced it to like um, have you ever introduced what, what's your movie? Your silly movie. Mine is airplane. Like, do you have a movie that's like, this isn't good, but you have to watch it to know who know me. Um, silly. I don't know. Another, I can't think of a silly movie, but one movie that I do love introducing to people is boondock saints. Um, oh, that, that could be a tough sell for some people. It's again, it's one that I, I will watch every year on my birthday because my birthday St. Patrick's Day in it. And this might not see this. We can get into this debate. Is it a St. Patrick's Day movie? Is it not a St. Patrick's Day movie? Um, but uh, we're not going to get into it. I don't know if St. Patrick's Day movies have is, is that a genre? Uh, for me, it is. <laughs> Like, and there's like there's like two movies. It's Luck of the Irish, the Disney movie. Oh, and, I loved that movie. And Boondock Saints, and Boondock Saints too. <laughs> I I think it's acceptable to watch the Boondock Saints. Like I feel like Boondock Saints is an acceptable because there are no other great St. Patrick's Day movies. I think it's yeah. acceptable. 
Um, so but that's, that, that's that one that I always watch. And that, exactly. Like, it's not meant for everyone. It's like, okay, you want to know, you want to know the one that I show people. And if I show you, then you're like, you're in my circle. You've seen it. And you saw it like freshman year, first semester. It's not a movie. That doesn't narrow it down. We watched a lot of movies. It's not a movie. It's a YouTube video. No, it's... no. we can't talk about those. I'm just going to give the name. The name of the videos is Rangers the Fuck Up promo videos. If you look that up, there, there's three videos, all cartoon. Um, all I'm going to say is, protein, bitch. Listen, <laughs> if you, if you, no, 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 no. Talk about an acquired taste. I, I will not coast. I am not going to recommend it. You watch at your own risk. Watch at your own risk. That is, that is your choice. I'm not even going to really fully recommend it uh, unless if you fully know me. And even if you fully know me, you might still be like, what the actual fuck? Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I listen. You are responsible for you. Watch what you think is OK. It is not tasteful. Um, <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> It is it is very funny and enjoyable for a couple of scumbags like us. But if you if you are a like responsible member of society with with, with some sense of like class, don't. If you're a scumbag like us, ranger the fuck up and go watch those. Uh, really great videos, but that is probably my one that if I'm showing you that a, you're in my circle B, if you don't get it and you don't like, think it's funny, like you don't even need to know military to really get it's funny. It's just downright dumb fucking humor. It's Uh, so stupid. It's so stupid. It's funny. I love it. My brother showed it to me. It is. It's great. It's fucking great. <laughs> There's also a lot of jokes in there that don't hold up. Not great for everyone. No, it is not aged well. Really? It, yeah, I was, don't I was watch about it. To say, I was like, it might not have aged well on this one. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of multiple bits where I'm just like, you know what? We can't. I can't in good conscience recommend that. But, uh, oh watch God. at your own risk. Watch at your own risk. But uh, yeah, that's that's probably one of mine. But anyway, back to um, a very different uh, piece of media. But um, but no, it was so fun watching it with the first time with a friend, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because as you've gotten nerdy and into like the things you know, the fun facts, the trivia you're watching it with someone who's experiencing that for the first time, you get to tell them like, did you know in this scene, um, you know, I, I got him with the, uh, with the Aragorn Vigo Mortensen broken toe scene. 
I, I got Love to that. It is. It was as enjoyable as I thought it would be to tell that fun fact for the first time. It really was. It is. It, it's. It is a highlight every time I get to introduce people. Like even some people who have seen Lord of the Rings, and they don't know that fact. First mm-hmm. off, I don't know how you don't know that fact if you watch Lord of the Rings, but if you don't, it's just a fun little fact. And, and again, as you're saying, like the more you get in, down that Tolkien. Uh, nerdiness uh that that spider web um spoiler you, alert you, you could be <laughs> you could become uh very uh very nerdy when even when talking to your friends <laughs> oh god we could we could dedicate a whole episode but there was easily. one thing and easily one thing and then and then we'll we'll move off of it so we are at like the 40 minute mark of return of the king mm-hmm. last night um spoiler alert i don't know these movies have been out long enough right oh yeah it was it 2002 or something like that so it's right after the uh the the pippin um slumber party palantir incident when what? uh when pippin grabs the 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 orb Oh yes, okay. The so right at that point, my buddy was like, "I am so sick of Mary and Pippin. Like they just need to be sent home. Like they're they're messing everything up. Like they got like I am not impressed. And I'm sitting here like you take that back. You, I, I, I even at that point in the movie, egregious thing to say. Yes, those dudes." Convince the Ents to wax Isengard. And you're like, nah, I ain't about these two hobbits that just eat and smoke pipe weed and all that stuff. And I'm like, they just want to live the life. You fundamentally misunderstand the journey that Merry and Pippin are on. And then throughout Return of the King, they totally earn their stripes and just easily like. The whole time I'm like I'm sitting back like, <laughs> but I was so mad he hates spiders. I was so mad I didn't tell him about the spider. I was like, you're gonna freak the fuck out now because you said something so stupid. I was going to warn him, and then I was like, you know what? Mm-mm. Nah, no, nah. you're gonna experience this in real time. And he was Good. like, and he was losing it. He really like hates spiders and things that crawl and i was like i I got you motherfucker don't you talk shit about the fellowship again or anybody in it i was furious um oh anywho you know george you know one thing you shouldn't talk shit about either uh oh oh can i guess can i guess is it is it wits and snacks with snacks, George. Got you, you motherfucker. Go. I got you. You got my transition. I you got, got my you. transition. Let's go. I'm pumped, dude. That's we, fucking we've been, awesome. We've been doing this long enough. I got you. <laughs> Just go ahead and read it. You are Let's not go. catching me this week. Let's go. No, I What's love it. Up? I'm glad that... I'm glad... Uh, dude, be mad at me. I'm glad you got it, dude. Like, I think that's awesome. I'm like, just proud of great. myself. I was I was going to do a trivia transition, but you wanted to go into something else. So then I, you lost my transition. I had planned. But, I'll, uh, I'll tell the trivia story next week. It's okay. It's timeless. Um, 
But uh, so anyways, uh, but send snacks. Again, we made caramels this weekend. We got everything. It is, again, it's already too late for the holiday season, but the new year's coming up. And what better way to start off the new year than with some new snacks to get your journey, your diet, whatever you're doing. Some people do a diet. Why not do an anti-diet? Get some caramels. Get some fudge. Get, get oh, some... Oh, oh, no. My doctor wouldn't like that. <laughs> I'm not talking to us, Georgie. I'm talking to the people that are in like better shape than us. <laughs> no, nobody's in better shape than us. But uh, with send snacks, give us a give us a, a shout out. Uh, try our try our shit. We got some good stuff, um, and, and you won't be disappointed. That's what I will say. We had our holiday party today, right? And so for my holiday party, I'm going to do a little little quick story here, just to just to show people what what with and snacks is all about. I always bring every holiday party. If Irish cream is involved, I'm going to, I'm going to shut off your microphone. Big surprise. It's, it is, is involved, but that's not the point of the matter. All right. It's not the point. Every year I bring homemade stuff, whether it's homemade Irish cream, heavenly hot fudge sauce, fudge caramels. Last year I brought vanilla extract the year, uh, I brought jerky before. There's a bunch of different stuff that I bring. Like I bring like little samples of my product. Last year, when I first moved to the state, no one knew what my shit was. So someone someone ended up picking it and was like, okay, cool. I got Whitley's bag. Awesome. Um, turns out my bag, my present was the second present, I think, to go dead in the white elephant this year. It was such a hot commodity, dude. Like, everyone wants my shit. And, you know, the best way to get my shit is by emailing me at witsendsnacks at gmail.com. That's W-H-I-T-S-E-N-D-S-N-A-C-K-S at gmail.com. It's so good. My coworkers were fighting over it. You're that guy in the White Elephant Exchange, aren't you? What guy that brings homemade shit that's better than every other present that they go out and yes. spend thirty dollars on? Yes, that guy. It is a it. Uh, it's it, it's a good gift, and I would steal it. But you kind of fuck up the white elephant aspect of it because nothing else gets stolen. We we had a lot of shit stolen this year. I mean, not a lot of shit, what, but we had some shit. Actually, now I'm taking it back because I've also been in white elephants where there's no theft. Exactly. If anything, it introduces the thought of theft. Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. You don't want a single chaos. Like like you don't want You don't want a single gift to be better than the rest. You want like three or four items that are very seriously. And there there were there's there's like three or four gifts that went dead this year. Mine just happened to be the second one, and kind of makes me feel a little bit good about it. I I would say though I would fight for your your gift. I would fight for that. Uh, there's someone, nothing else in a white elephant that I want. The, some someone stole stole it from a a, a coworker that brought her baby. The baby is wrapped on her on her chest. 
and he stole the pack like stole the bag right out from her hands and he was like no this is mine now and i'm like that's savage oh. absolute savage steal it from a baby steal it from a baby she the baby can't drink the irish cream like no yeah no absolutely absolutely not that would be illegal um but but no like I don't think that's even like bad. I would steal from your baby is not going to prevent me from stealing a gift from you in the gift exchange. Hell no. No. Don't don't you know what? I'm more motivated to steal a gift because you've brought your baby to make me feel bad. And now I'm just like I need you to feel. I need you to know that this it did not work. That's that's how like evil I am in the gift exchange, but that's just me. Anywho, <laughs> okay, there, bud. I go hard. I go hard in a white elephant Yankee swap. Don't don't mess with me. I won't feel bad. I stole. <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I stole Dot's pretzels from my pregnant cousin last year. In a, in a Yankee swap. <laughs> she hadn't even had the baby. She was pregnant. I for, totally forgot I did this. And, like, I immediately felt awful, but Dot's pretzels. <laughs> oh, man, I apologize. I hope neither she nor her husband listens to this. Um... Oh my god. Anyway, um speaking of uh speaking of exchanges, we got a lot of uh college football teams exchanging conferences. Um that's oh, the best man. I can do. I'll I'll get up to your transitions one day. Um but let's <laughs> let's move on to football. Uh we had some big stuff coming this week in uh the football uh football realm, I felt like. Maybe not a lot from college football. Uh, you know, we had the bowl games kick off this this week, but one thing that I saw a lot of was videos of Chip Kelly mm, talking about what college football should look like. And the more I listen to it, the more I love it. I love his idea. Obviously, not everything could be possible with it, but... I love his idea. Basically what it's saying, George, I, I, was, is... Was this in response to, like, all of the changing that's going to happen next year with conferences? Yes. Everybody's it's, it's all It's all with the conference realignment. And basically, it's it's he's saying, like, football should be its own entity. Should be its... In, its uh, they should all be an independent conference, basically. Football should be its standalone have its own commissioner, not have the NC, like it could still be on under NCAA if they want, but it needs to be its own NCAA commissioner. And then there's the NCAA commissioner for all the other sports, but it needs to be basically its own thing because football is just such a big money driver. And he was like, you know, like he, he's coached for UCLA, I believe. Right. Um, yes. So like he, he, he's saying like, his the the softball team should be playing uh, Arizona. They should be playing 
other teams in the West. They shouldn't be traveling across the fucking country to play Notre Dame. Fucking Rutgers? Like they're they're in the Big Ten now. Like they're they're literally going coast to coast. Whereas in sports that have multiple games throughout the week. Fun fact fun fact for everyone, football I'm pretty sure is the only sport where you only have one competition every week during the season. Every other sport you will have at least two competitions, whether it's basketball, you're doing a tournament, um wrestling, you have tournament matches, duels, etc. Um, every sport has multiple games, matches, whatever it is throughout their season during the week. Football only has one. They play on Saturday, maybe Friday night. Like that's a lot more doable for them to travel across country than it is for a volleyball player who might have a match on Tuesday in Maryland and then has to come back and take her final the next day at 8 a.m. It's not no, even possible th- almost. Like that is one of the things like we we have we've we've both made it very clear we do not care for yes. the realignment. But I think the one thing we haven't talked about that I think is the biggest issue is how it affects what you're talking about, how it affects other sports. Um and I like that he referenced that like Yes. Um you know, there's so many reasons why Notre Dame has fought to stay independent. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been back. I've always been back and forth. Like maybe they should go to a conference. I shouldn't be the one to talk about it. Um, you know, I shouldn't be the one to make that statement, but I totally get how it would affect so many other sports so negatively. And I, I'm sad about the rivalries we're losing with it too. I, I agree. And like Ch- Chip Kelly mentioned, like the way, again, like the, the way he talked about it, it was just very, it's well thought out, very well thought out um, plan to really fix it. And again, like we, we, we can go down this rabbit hole all fucking day. Also, I feel like about getting like a, like it goes down to TV, bigger TV contracts for all was 132 college football uh, and D1 college football teams. You have the power five and the, and the, uh, was, uh, big five, um, right? power five conferences. Are you talking about? Yes. There's the power five conferences and then there's a big five or lesser five, whatever it is. I don't, I don't know what they call it. Mid- I can't mid-major. remember. Mid-major. I don't know what they call it, but like, so you have like this, like, so you have a, a six, 64 team conference for the power five, then a 64 team conference for the big five or whatever it is, you know? And, and so, uh, um, and just like having him play, like, I think there's a, he, if you guys haven't seen it, go watch his video. I think he has a lot of great points in there and it could really be, uh, a great way to combat this, but who knows? The NCAA will never probably do it because they a don't want to play play pay players, and b they uh, they just money hungry machine that kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah, no, it's it's all about the TV deal. That's why these conferences are coming together, and it, it's sad. It, it's sad yeah. that I feel like every decision the NCAA makes is money driven. And that's sad because then they then they turn around 
and preach like you know this is about the student athletes student comes first you know penguin from batman i don't know uh, but the, it is it is such a selfish decision that the NCAA will always make and it's like what are you modeling no wherever you stand on on paying the players the organization of the NCAA has acted in their own self-interests in a way where I can't blame the players for wanting to get paid. And I don't think anybody. No. Should. And, and I think uh, not just like this realignment, but like it, the NIL, like it's introduced, what we're seeing a lot more of this year. And it's, and I will say this might be the only thing that I've really seen the NCAA do more for the student athlete is the transfer portal, allowing them to transfer a little bit more easily. But I think it's almost too much now. Like stack NIL on top of that. And like it's it's a bidding war. Yeah. Like it, it, it it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I mean, like what do we have like I think it's like eight or so QBs transferring this year like, that are in the transfer portal. There's so many. There's dozens of It's QBs. ridiculous. Um, and big teams like Dylan Gabriel started at Oklahoma. Kyle McCord at, o at Ohio State almost made the playoff. And he's going to Syracuse. Um, DJ Uyungle has transferred twice. Like, it, yeah. it is... It is wild. We got it. We have a whole list here. I don't think we need to go through the whole list, but no. it, it is like, I don't like it. I don't I, like, I, I was debating with a friend of mine who's a huge Notre Dame fan and he was against Sam Hartman because he's like, the guy's been playing forever. And he, he didn't like the idea of being reliant on a transfer. And he was more like, let's grow a guy in house. That's gone. Now it it is gone. I wish it wasn't gone because I really do enjoy that growing a QB in your house to like be your franchise QB. I enjoy it, but the transfer portal has changed that a hundred percent. And there's so many things baked into it. Like you can't blame it on one, but like no. I think of obviously the biggest quarterback, college quarterback in our lifetime, Tebow. You would say, yeah, he is in Tim Tebow is intrinsically tied with Florida, um, and forever, partially because forever, forever. but partially because he had a shitty pro career. But like he, Tim Tebow is Florida football. Matt Liner is USC football. Um that's 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 over and i think that's sad um yeah i mean know, like I, when you think of reggie bush in college what do you think you think of usc and his fucking badass years you know like it's yeah you're not gonna like you'll have players now you're like oh yeah he was at what three different colleges like who did he even yeah, play for where, where was he where was he? yeah um um it's... No, I, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, I guess, again, but I think that might be the one thing that it's more for the student athlete now. They're not 
stuck going to a spot if they don't because like you know like if you don't like the work culture somewhere and you're you're still good enough to be playing like let them go somewhere else don't be holding them back from being able to go and play somewhere um make it a little bit easier for them no the the, um, the transferring needs to happen i just hate that nil is wrapped into it and i yeah, i i don't agreed. like the nil i i think the nil was the ncaa too many good arguments to pay the players and they're like we'll let somebody else do it um yeah, we're, we're, and imagine if they just if they just gave them some TV revenue, they could get rid of NIL, and then they wouldn't even have to worry about like trying to be a bidding war because like everyone would get an X percentage. I I did work study in college, in the cafeteria. Exactly. Yep. If I can get paid a small amount of money to refill the ice cream machine, the football players can get paid to be on TV. End of discussion on that. I. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just get continuously heated. Um, yeah. What a corrupt organization. Um, anyway, um, he did like the cute, the coaches that got fired this week. Some seats are hot, baby. Some seats are hot. Um, but yeah, the NFL coaches are, uh, coaches are getting next this time of year. We had a couple early ones. Um, mm-hmm. I, if we already had three, I think I couldn't find. I yeah, couldn't think of Brandon, any others. Brandon Staley was definitely the most recent one. That he got fired this week. Yeah, uh, did you see that game? I mean, how how do you not get fired after was it losing sixty four to twenty one or something like that? They got three to twenty one. Pumbled. Oh, they they pumbling of the week is the fucking Raiders to get to the Chargers like. What is hilarious? What is hilarious is that that was such an such a one sided game. There were other great candidates for Pumble of the Week, which is something I think we should start uh, officially. There were so many good candidates. That was the best. That was insane. That was wild. And yes. the team, I, I mean, they gave up. He he had to go. They did. I don't, yeah, exactly. He was one that definitely deserved it. I mean, obviously, like after the Raiders fired Josh McDaniels, I feel like that helped reignite their their team a little bit. Um, and you know, like was the other one that we know of was uh, Frank Reich, I believe. Frank Reich. Um, the Panthers are yeah. a mess, and Josh McDaniels. The Raiders look better without McDaniels for sure. Like, I think all three firings are warranted. In one way or another, um, but I, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of coaches that are going to get fired this off season. I, I think we're not done. Definitely not done. Um, I would say the entire NFC South as a whole should be just all those coaches should be gone. Get get rid of Easy. everybody. Like, agreed, they're gone. Fuck no, f- get, bring bring in new ones. We're, we're Sean and I are making a joint statement. On the Ship and Crew podcast, the NFC South sucks, and none of them should go to the playoffs. I would agree with that at this point. Honestly, I, like, I, I hate them. What a what an awful conference! Um, Unserious another, and uncompetitive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another coach that I think that should be absolutely fired is Matt uh, Eberflus uh, with the Bears. Um, Eberflus, did you watch that game at all? I only got to watch the uh, back end of it. 
because uh, it was after my regular scheduled programming um, of the first game I was watching. I can't remember the game that I was watching, but as soon as that game was done, the Chicago game, game came on, and I was like, oh, my God, we might. Nope, just kidding. We won't win. <laughs> so my Bears fan friends who watched it said three great quarters, and then they just gave it away in the gave fourth. Gave up. Yeah, yeah, th- that's. All I saw was to give up, and that doesn't surprise me at all. And just awful play calling on both sides of the ball. It it is very clearly the players are starting to figure it out, but the coaches are still garbage. Um, Mm -hmm. I I mean, that whole staff needs to go. And this is, for me, this is such an important summer for the Bears. They have to make, or spring, they have to make a ton of decisions. You have to make a Justin Fields decision. You have tons of cap room. You got, you're probably getting the number one draft pick. If not number two, the Panthers aren't breaking number two. Like this is a franchise changing off season and you're going to give that to Matt Eberflus. Yeah. The people of Chicago should sue the McCaskey family. If they let Eberflus stay, that's all I have to say. No chance he should stay. I'm so against it. Um, but I don't know. There, there are a few others. Who else you think should be fired? Um, my guess is probably I, I, and I think that we've already kind of had this confirmed. It's Belichick. I think Belichick is out. Yeah. Um, and it's not. And, and again, like I think we briefly talked about it last week. Like he would fire himself at this point. Like it's not up to his standards. He's coaching like someone who doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, you know, like, like, like he he would like if he was in charge, he would fire the 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 coach that was doing this shit. So, you know, he he's 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 out, and they they I think they left kind of on mutual terms. He's finishing out the season, and then he's gone, gone like the wind. He here's what scares me. I think he gets hired somewhere else if he if he wants it, and I think a change of scenery, he'll be dangerous again, especially if the right team gets him. Looking at you, Chargers. Um, that sca- that, that be, uh, scares me. Belichick and what Herbert. about the Panthers? No, he doesn't want that. I don't, I don't think he wants that. I mean, they're they're a mess, and we don't maybe know. He wants to get. I could see the Chargers. I could see the Chargers, but uh, no. I mean, like there's there's a couple coaches, and they they got uh the guy. Finish out the season strong if they want to keep their spot there. Yeah. I think. I think Vrabel in Tennessee might go too. I I just think yeah. a lot of years where they just keep going slightly backwards. I think they need a change. I think they're going to start fresh. Yeah. With Will Levis looks good. Derrick Henry's not sticking around. I think they dump salary and dump no. the coach. That's my guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You know who's um, you know who's not getting fired is uh, your boy Sean Payton. I, I like I like where the Broncos are headed. I know they lost, but um, yeah, I mean like minus uh, some fuck ups from Russell Wilson, Mister Mister Unlimited, Mister Unlimited. Uh, he fucking pisses me off. Um, I I do have good hopes. Uh, my I, again, I was probably a little early with uh. Broncos potentially winning the AFC West. State hopes were high. 
adrenaline was running. Um, big win. Ch- Chiefs had a big loss. I wasn't in the right headspace. Um, Honestly, what happens with the Broncos at this point? Like, you, you, you guys are playing think, with house money. I still think we there's a chance that we could make the wild card. We just need to win out. Um, and we need some teams to lose. But uh, with Houston and... Uh, and much of a call, both winning. I can't remember the team that I'm thinking of. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. With Houston and Cleveland both winning this weekend, it makes it harder for the Broncos to uh, to move forward. Selfishly, I need Flacco in the playoffs. Sel- selfishly. And, Go fuck hey, uh, Dolphins fan, it will negatively affect me too. Flacco might just explode. Um. That, that would be awesome. I, I'm so happy for him that he's got, like, one last ride. Um, but speaking speaking of one last ride, I think uh, I think the tush push. I think we're on the last yeah, ride there. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's definitely out the door. Yeah. My transitions um, are getting better in real time, Sean. I'm proud of that. A little of, bit. I'm, a little I'm, bit. I'm proud of bit. that one. I'm proud. Th- th- that was on the spot. Um. I I I knew where it was coming, but uh, I I liked it. I liked we're, it, Georgie. We're, we're getting better. I'm gonna get you one day. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get a wits end level trap here. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, the uh, uh, the famed Philly no. tush push has been under fire by the NFL. They're gonna ban it. I'm so I'm so angry. Um, if you didn't watch uh, Seahawks Eagles this past Monday. Uh, Jason Kelsey center like moved the ball up while he was getting in position and they flagged it. I think Rez uh, which is bu- it. it's such bullshit because the uh, uh, centers are allowed to fucking do that. They're allowed to move the ball a little bit. I've seen them uh, get like penalized the centers for it before, but that's also one that you might not agree with. Most of the time, the refs will give the center a warning if he's moving it up too much. Again, it's about the relationships, George. You're not the biggest fan for it. I'm so done with this. We're not going down this path because we have a lot. To talk I, about, I know. So it's I just like... it's, it's just so frustrating. Like with Kadarius Tony, everybody's like, we didn't get a warning. Don't give warnings. Flag when there's a penalty. That's all I'm going to say about it. Like, flag it every time, and, and then fair. we wouldn't have this problem. Done. No, exactly. It's it, it's the fact that they don't flag it every time. So if you don't flag it every time, and you're like, you're like either be consistent with it, or like if he's doing it too much, at least like, hey, we're, we're going to have to call this on you the next time you do it. Um, So that way, like, just be like, I don't know, because they they haven't been calling. That's why I think they need to at least be like, but I don't think I, I've heard of any other center getting called for that this year. I mean, every center does it. When I played center for like every center, one game freshman year. year, like I did it. I was a, I played I was the entire a bad, season. I did that. I was a bad Everyone center. Everyone does it. I was a bad center. I... <laughs> But it's 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 not really anything that I, I just feel like refs are not being consistent. And the more you like fudge the rules of these warnings, the more of this crap is gonna happen. 
Um, the, the consistency is key. And, and the consistency that we're seeing is just is kind of bullshit, not just from the refs, but from Rodgers. Aaron fucking Rodgers. Oh, hey, Sean, you, you we revisiting this one? Yeah, you you really uh, had your finger on the pulse there. Oh, I think he's going to come back, and oh, I think he's going to really do some damage, and the Jets are going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Good one. Um, you were right. You won't hear me say that often, George. You were right. I should hear it more uh, often, but but go you on. shouldn't because I'm usually right. Just saying. Uh, go on. Look at the college playoff prediction. Just saying. Um, oh. You wanted to shorten. You wanted to make sure we got everything in on time. You open that can uh, of worms at your own risk, motherfucker. I'm not opening it. I'm just mentioning a time that I was right, and you didn't credit me. Uh, <laughs> um, I am giving both, you credit for being both you and the you committee credit. were I am, wrong. I am giving you credit. I was right, but whatever. Do you want the credit or not? I will take it back, and you can go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, I'm giving you credit for being right. College, but Aaron Rodgers go fuck themselves. Um, All right, moving on then. No, 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 no! Come on, come on. I, anyway, no, you, you're you're trying to run away from this like Rodgers is running away from the grind. Um, it's I'm not okay. trying to run away from it. No, it's anyway. Anyway, I just think it's hilarious that Rodgers is like, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back. You know, oh, I'm going to do it, you know, up yours, science. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, the Jets offensive line isn't very good. I don't feel well. Um, but I mean, can you blame him after fucking Zach Wilson got injured? Yes, I can. I can blame Rodgers for trying to make a show about proving science wrong and being just a dick about it and then not backing up the wild things he says. But people are still going to be like, oh, hey, Rogers is so brave for taking on big science. Stupid. <laughs> um, Stupid, no, insecure I... man. Go call your family. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway. No, uh, yeah, I was wrong. He should. He. I, I was really hoping that he was gonna be making George mad, um, and ruining his Dolphins playoff streams. I, but, I knew uh, better. He's not. You know. He's not. George is just gonna get his cr- dreams crushed because the Dolphins are the Dolphins, and once they get a taste of the snow, they're gonna fall apart. This is not about the Dolphins, by the way. This is. This is about Rogers fitting himself in a position where he can very conveniently and without risk talk shit about things he doesn't understand. But see, it is about the Dolphins because that's the whole reason why I started cheering for Rodgers is to come back is to ruin your hopes for playoff contention or like ruin your first seed. So it's, it's always been about the Dolphins for me, Mm. George. (laughs) It's, it's, it's always been about that. 70 to 20. You punk. And I rest my case why it's always been about that. You punk bitch. 70 to 20. And I rest my case by was cheering for Aaron Rodgers to come back and ruin your guys' dreams. Oh, you put your trust in a carnival barker. That's on you. Um, Yeah. Again. Yeah. 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 I was wrong. Yeah. 
But uh, no, I'm not wrong about. What is that? Ten stacks. I knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, what's in snacks? Home of the best beef jerky, hot sauces, seasonings, and other treats around. Um, yeah, just uh, we have a lot of great product, and I uh, give us an email. Uh, shoot us an email. Uh, we do want your service. Uh, we do want your your uh to help serve you to get you all those treats to make you hydrated, not hydrated, uh, but energetic this coming to, uh, 2024. Uh, you know, the beef jerky, high quality, fresh, and uh, probably the be- best beef jerky you will ever taste. Which end snacks at gmail.com, W H I T S E N D S N A C K S at gmail.com. Thank you, Sean. Uh, we're going to stay on snacks because listen, mm. if you're, if you're listening to this episode, you know, one of us and you know, we know snacks. Um, our final Christmas snake draft, we are going to do a draft of our favorite cookies. Excuse me. Oh my God. I had a big burp coming. That was not great. Um, another Coke zero. No, no Coke zero this time. (laughs) Um, no, no caffeine actually. Um, I drank a, uh, yeah, I drank a, drank a, uh, bubbly seltzer water. Mm, okay. You ever had those? Okay. Never. It, it's not the same. And anyone who says it is is lying to you. Um, I have a bad addiction and it's not helping. They Do they have nicotine patches for caffeine? I could use that. Uh, I think it's called Zin. No, that's just nicotine. I'm talking about I'm talking about funny, funny the the caffeine gum to get you off of it. Um, anywho, uh, favorite Christmas cookies and treats. This one I think is going to be interesting because first of all, we're doing yes. treats as well, so there there are some that aren't exactly cookies. We have agreed to be very loose with that. Yes, all treats. Second. I feel like we've had very different Christmas experiences. Um, Probably. I'll explain why after. I'm expecting mine to be a little weird and maybe stuff that, like, I think different different families, um, different heritages. My heritage will play into it. Um, also, regions. I feel like maybe Colorado has different cookies than Illinois. Well, remember, my mom is from Illinois. That's true. That's true. That could that could bring us together. There will be some that are the same. There are some there are some greatest hits, but there's going to be some unique plays here. I'm I'm counting on it. Yes, and with my one one pick for cookies, favorite Christmas cookies is Buckeyes, and I'm not talking about the football team, and I'm not talking about the actual Buckeye tree. I'm talking about a peanut butter ball dipped in chocolate. Ooh. Um, I is see, I don't even know that. You're one of the first people to have not heard of that, I feel like. I've talked to a lot of people and they're like, oh yeah, I've heard of Buckeyes. Um Is it like a peanut butter cookie or like a peanut butter mix? No. It's a peanut butter ball. Oh, yes. Okay. 
We call them peanut butter balls. That you dip in chocolate. Yeah. Yes. They're Buckeyes. Yep. Get get your hands off the screen if you're going to do that motion. <laughs> God damn it, Sean. We've already we've already gotten a YouTube strike. We can't have another one. We don't have enough viewers. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. For did what? I not tell you? No. Tell me. Uh, oh, let's keep going. Keep going. Okay. Tell me okay. after. Tell you after. It's fine. We're fine. Um. So, wow. Okay. Um. Buck. So Buckeyes. I'm gonna steal that. Uh. My number one. It's a classic. Um. The. Like the the sugar cookies, Christmas cutouts. Yep, it's just it's part of Christmas. It's a sugar cookie with icing. It's great. Um, I'm changing that to just sugar cookies. You don't need to have it be cutouts. You're like that's all sugar cookies. I know, I know. I just we call them cutouts. I do. Oh. Um, I don't know. My number two, very similar to the Buckeye different delivery system for peanut butter and chocolate. I'm going with the kiss cookie. What's the kiss cookie? Um, peanut butter cookie. And then once the cookie is out of the oven, when they're hot, you put a Hershey's kiss into the cookie. Mm. Okay. We have you those, never had... but okay. Ours isn't a peanut butter cookie. Really? I, yeah, I don't think it's a peanut butter cookie. But I've heard we have a cookie that's very similar to that. Oh, it's a, it is a it is a heavyweight in yeah Midwestern Christmas cookie assortments. A hundred percent, I totally agree with you. That's a good one. Um, so my two pick is the thumbprint cookies. It's the ones that uh, has like a little like jam like a little preservative in the middle, like usually like an apricot oh, with a little glaze oh. on top. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Thumbprint. Yeah. And it, cause you call it thumbprint. Cause that middle looks like it's not looks like it literally is your thumbprinting. You're, you're putting a thumbprint in there for the, for the preserves to, to sit in. So that is why it's called. Okay, again, we don't call, we, um, we don't call them thumbprints. I'm loving this game. Because I'm, I'm, I feel like we're learning. What do you about call them? Um, I don't know if we ever had a name for them. I think, so. it, like, fruit, I'm just saying that's that's a national name like, for like them. Fruit I looked them up, and like that that came up in thumbprint cookies. That was like one of the top Christmas cookies. I'm I'm well aware that my old world Italian American upbringing is going to make some of these um, references but different. I'm glad you brought up. I'm glad you brought up Italian there. Oh, I'm you, you, oh, Pizzels. Okay. I was about to, I thought you were about to take something else. And I was about to, I was about to charter a flight to Phoenix and fight you. Um, if you stole something else, but that's okay. I'm a big fan of Pizzels. Uh, I think I told you about my Italian grandmother. Who's not really my grandma, but my grandmother type thing. She's your grandma. Yeah. Uh, she, she taught me how to make them along with limoncello. Um, I lost the recipe, unfortunately, for the pizzelle, so I don't remember how to make them. Mm. But uh, I'm sure I could potentially reach out to her. Uh, but no, love pizzelles. The way they, they, they're, they, they're just so good. I love them. Explain to the audience 
what a pizzelle is. So some may not is, it's like a it's like a flat cookie. It's like a wafer cookie, I'd say almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually it's like kind of like a design. I feel like, but it's very breakable part, very sweet, just delicious. I don't know, like what's the best way to explain it? I think you nailed it. Okay. I think you nailed it. Um, look up a Pizzelle. They're delicious. Um, yeah. Next, I am going to go with the pretzel rod. The, dip, the dipped pretzel rod. We didn't know what we called that, so I just literally called it chocolate dipped pretzels. But pretzel rod works because my mom was like, I don't even know what we call them, but it's the pretzels dipped in chocolate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you have like the long rods and then you like dip yep. like yep. half of it yep. in half mm-hmm. of it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm a pretzel guy by trade. So any anything that incorporates pretzel is already a big winner in my book. Um, Hell yeah. Again, I'm going with like my my personal heavyweights um my last one i'm going with i'm torn between two i'm gonna go with reindeer poop Ooh, what's reindeer poop um so some people do it with um like rice krispies i've seen some people call like peanut it's like something dipped in chocolate and in a cluster. So I've heard people call chocolate dipped peanuts reindeer poop in a cluster. I've heard people call it rice crisp mm. rice krispies. Um there's like many different iterations of it. But like the chocolate dipped cluster reindeer poop. I'm I'm about it. Okay. I'm about it. Um I know I know someone who called chocolate dip peanuts reindeer poop. I know that's not correct, but that's the version that I choose. Okay. So basically chocolate dip peanut clusters. Yeah. Acceptable? Plays. All right. It plays. It stays. Um, My four pick, I am going to go with fudge. Oh, that was my five. Going with oh, fudge. you son uh, of a bitch. And and I love fudge. Ugh, I'm not going to. I don't need to plug myself again because I make my own fudge. But uh, what's in the sucks. Except I didn't um, say fudge. But uh, my five pick. Uh, I think I am going to go with Andy's Mint Cookies. And you can you could deny you can deny this one because is. Because it's very similar to your th- uh, your your kiss cookie. I I will not you... be denying it. I I okay. will allow it. Perfect. Because uh, it is it's very similar to the kiss cookie, where it is a chocolatey mint uh, batter, and then as soon as it gets out, you flop down a an Andy's mint on top and let it melt. It's glorious, dude. And then you put it in the freezer. And then you take it out. So good. So good. Mm. Oh, man. I'm so excited to go home. Those are, those are delicious. Um, I got one last one. Um, so What's your five pick? I, I feel like I've been getting weird with my five pick. 
last few weeks, and I'm gonna do it again. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I gotta sneak something weird in there. I'm going with cannolis. Okay. So is it? I'll give it to you. So I I know a lot of Italian families do it. In my family, we are very Christmas cannoli. So every the day after Thanksgiving, our family makes all the cannolis. Okay. The the cannoli shells, and then those shells come out on Christmas to be filled for the Christmas cookie. Gotcha. Menagerie. Um, I don't know if I use that word correctly, but cannolis are just a huge part of my Christmas experience. That may just be for me. I don't care. This is my list. Make your own list. Um, Hell if, yeah. If, if I, you're I, mad about it at home. No, I, I, I've only had a, a cannoli once and it was when we were in Italy and I've been chasing that high ever since. You haven't had a cannoli? Really? I, I had I had a bite of someone's and like I didn't even get my own. It wasn't mine. What is? I know it wasn't yours. I can't remember. I think it might have been Collins, um, but I just I forgot to get one, and so someone gave me a bite of theirs. And I'm like, because it was while we were leaving Italy, is when they gave me a bite of it. I'm like, damn, well, good. No, and I just never had. I, I've never I never ran across one again. So I need to definitely need oh to try one God. again. So I know you. I know. I'm ashamed. There's probably an Italian restaurant by you that has a very Americanized cannoli. Probably. You should get it. You should get okay. a cannoli. It won't stack up to what you had in Italy. I promise you. But it's it's an entirely different and also enjoyable experience. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know if you had any uh, honorable mentions. I have a few. I, um, I don't. I'm out. My list is well. Okay, well, I got a few. Mine are uh, muddy buddies. It's like that check mix that is uh, with uh, chocolate and powdered sugar. Yep, we call it puppy chow. Puppy chow. I was gonna say it's also called puppy chow. Um, and then another one is just like the the savory Chex mix blend that gets made around Christmas time as well. Um, I'm not familiar. Oh. Hmm. oh, oh, tell it's a Midwest thing. Tell me more. It's I feel like it's a Midwest thing because every I I've heard it more from people in the Midwest that do a savory Chex mix. Also, oh, I believe it. So, bas- they're basically just making their own Chex mix. Oh. you know, like that that the the, the classic trip Chex mix. It's just adding some savory, more savory flavors. Ooh, to it. like what flavors? Um, talk. I can't remember. Talk dirty to me, Sean. I, I want to talk dirty to you. I just can't. I can't remember the flavors. Oh, you're leaving. You're uh, leaving me hanging. You're leaving me hot and bothered. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing uh, you. Today. You're, you're. It's a little tease. You're teasing. You're teasing um, me. And I what I think you might call reindeer poop might fall underneath these haystack candies. Um. So, it's. It's hard to explain, but when you were explaining yours, it sounded similar to what we have, but we just call them haystacks, and it has, like, uh, cashews, uh, marshmallows, and some shit or something like that. I can't remember exactly what. Um, 
But then another one of my my last one is the snowball cookie. Ooh. And the snowball cookie, if you don't know, is like a sugary dough, but inside is a Hershey's kiss. And then it is also uh, covered in powder sugar after it comes out. And it is delightful. So the snowballs I remember don't have a Hershey's kiss in them. Ours do. Hmm. I need to try that. Delicious. I need to try that. But absolutely delicious. A... Any honorable mentions for you? No, I, I, I had. This is going to be like with it. I feel like I keep having this conversation with you about different things. I'm getting to the age where variety doesn't do it for me anymore with food. I, I am, sure. I am getting to a place in my life. I know we've had this conversation about fast food. Like, I I could get by on McDonald's, Taco Bell, and nothing else for fast food. I don't I don't yeah. need, I feel the same way with like drinks. I only have certain liquors and certain beers that I drink these days. Um, same with same with candy. Same with cookies. I don't really eat candy, but um, yeah. if I do, Swedish Fish. Um, but cookies. I I just stick to what I know. I don't need to waste calories on a bad cookie anymore. I respect I that. I don't need to learn more. I have enough cookies in my life. Yeah. No, I uh, agreed. Cookies, uh, I, I have my, like, my mom's narrowed down her cookies that she makes for Christmas. And I, so, like, my top three cookies are in my top five. Pizzelles, we don't make as much, but I love them so much. I just don't have them anymore because we don't have the recipe, you know. Um, but Andy's Mints, Thumbprint, and Buckeyes are my three favorite Christmas cookies that we make. And they're just, I, I always ask for double orders whenever I go home. So that way I always have enough to bring back. And somehow I end up with getting like snowballs, and I'm like, I want the thumbprint. Like, <laughs> thumbprint is just absolutely dude, so fucking good. I think the best one that my mom does is with a uh, raspberry preserves. Killer, absolute killer. Um, Red? No, like, yeah, I, I do agree with. Go. I I was going to quote Spaceballs. You should probably go. Okay, I was going to say, you know, like you, I, I kind of have my set set cookies. I change a little bit every now and then. I like I like change. I like uh, I like uh, getting different flavors. But, no, I, I think uh, overall, I think we have a good solid list for both teams here. Um, I You know what? I do have one honorable mention. Yeah. Let's hear it. The Christmas Oreos with the red, fro- with the red frosting. <laughs> And the red cream on the that middle. note, they're good. The, I, I'm an Oreo lifer. I got to be honest with you, but I just, I, I knew you. I from, knew you would hate it. I knew you would from hate cannoli it. from cannoli to the Christmas Oreo, and with that, that's a wrap for our show. I don't think it's that egregious. Thank I you. just don't. 
I just... Thank you everyone for listening here with us today and our fucking chaos from uh, from Phoenix and from from Chicago. Uh, this is your ship and crew podcast. As always, part of the ship, part of the crew. Love you guys.